Picture yourself stepping out to cross the Capilano Canyon Bridge in Vancouver, British Columbia. It's 230 feet high, 450 feet long, and it sways in the breeze. Now imagine that just as you pass the midpoint in the bridge, when your anxiety is probably at about peak, an attractive person of the gender toward which you're romantically inclined asks you if you'd be willing to stop, answer a question, and do an imagination exercise. What happens next? Well, I'll tell you in just a moment. Welcome to The Space Between, a podcast about getting better results from our most difficult and important conversations. The Space Between refers to the figurative terrain between them and us, between where we are and where we want to be, or maybe even between who we are and who we want to be when we're in a difficult conversation. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy Lenski, and for over two decades, I've been helping people design conversations that sort out conflict and tension in high-priority relationships at work and home. And this episode is titled, You Make Me So Angry, Conflict and the Misattribution of Arousal. This episode is brought to you by the brand new Conflict Resolution Toolbox. When I first started studying conflict resolution 20 years ago, I was so impressed by and, quite frankly, jealous of the immense toolboxes my teachers had. My teacher David would open his mouth and out would come the most perfect words. How on earth did he do that? He still does that, by the way. The man is pretty incredible. My teacher Susan would listen to two people arguing and then quietly say something that would cause mouths to close, eyes to open wider heads to nod, and the entire conversation to swing in a much more productive direction. I used to shake my head in awe. Still do. My teacher Alice would watch me struggling to use one of my shiny new conflict resolution tools, figuratively take it from my hands, and show me how to use it elegantly, flawlessly, powerfully. I still hear her voice in my head sometimes when I'm reaching for a tool in my toolbox. I wanted to be them, or if I couldn't pull off that particular miracle, at least have access to the incredible tools they had. So I started systematically gathering and testing, reading voraciously and experimenting, translating social science and neuroscience research into methods and skills and techniques, field testing at every turn, and sharing the vast majority of what I learned with readers and listeners like you. And now I wanna share something really special something I've been working on for months, though really it's been 20 years in the making, the Conflict Resolution Toolbox. I've selected 200 plus of my best articles, annotated them to make sure the conflict resolution skills, tools, techniques, and methods are easily translated into practice and organized them by tool type and use for easy discovery, and so much more. You can find out more about the Conflict Resolution Toolbox at conflictresolutiontoolbox.com. Now, let's get on with the story. So, you've just passed the midpoint in the bridge when your anxiety is about peak and an attractive person of the gender toward which you're romantically inclined asks you if you'd be willing to stop, answer a questionnaire, and do an imagination exercise. After they're done, they tell you, they'd be happy to discuss the study further if you want to call that evening. Then they tear off a corner of the paper, write down their phone number, and hand it to you. 
Do you call? In 1974, psychologists Art Aaron and Donald Dutton found that about 50% of their male participants did call the female survey taker in this classic experiment. When the bridge was wide and sturdy and just a few feet off the ground, though, only about 12.5% called. In this and a series of related experiments, they showed that when we're in a heightened state of arousal, like the kind the Capilano Canyon Bridge would create for most of us, including me, we naturally look for context and can easily mistake the source of that arousal. That's important. They call this experience misattribution of arousal. For many of the men on the swaying bridge 230 feet in the air, the attractive woman was conflated with the rapid heartbeat and shallow breathing caused by being on the bridge. In an argument, misattribution of arousal may cause us to blame the other person for our heightened state or be blamed by our conversation partner. Just like on the bridge, our brain is searching for context. We look around and what do we see as the source of all this emotional arousal that's happening for us? The person in front of us, damn them. Yet, just like on the bridge, it's not just them, or maybe not them at all. There's more going on that's arousing our emotions. Our inner lizards may have wakened and are perceiving all sorts of threats. In essence, we're pushing our own buttons. I'll put a link in the show notes about that. Our mental models of conflict and our paradigms are influencing our choices in behavior and possibly increasing our frustration. Fear of conflict or the results of this particular conflict may be feeding our emotional state as well. And maybe we're hurrying past the groan zone, that uncomfortable part of a negotiation where we should slow down and do it right. Sometimes an earlier event in our day may still be influencing us subconsciously. Gosh, there's so much going on. But what do we see in front of us? Them. So next time you find yourself thinking, he makes me so angry, or you're so frustrating, pause and remember that bridge. Thanks so much for listening. Transcripts from podcast episodes are available at no cost to my subscribers, who receive an email each time one is available. Visit lenski.com slash subscribe. That's L-E-N as in negotiation, S-K-I dot com slash subscribe.